y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine two fives, but we are still married to the game. Zero six five. 65 weeks strong, 65 weeks straight. It's incredible. Thank you guys for being here. It's your boy Gabriel Patillo with Tim Router and Timothy Hall, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. We really appreciate you guys listening. It's uh the most wonderful time of the year. And I can't believe it is flying by and I'm, I needed to slow down. I don't want to miss this. I've been on the road, on and off the road a bunch, and it feels like time is just flying by. Router, is it flying by for you? And how was your week? <coughs> How's that? Oh, how does that geez. sound for you? Uh, that sounds awful. Yeah, it is awful. I, uh, a cough is worth a thousand words. <coughs> that's right. It's a cough heard around the world. Uh, <laughs> yes, in two weeks' time, it will be Christmas. Just put that in perspective. It's cr- that's crazy. Like, that's I ridiculous. Sh- like I just like put stuff up in my house and like all this other stuff. I'm gonna have to take it down and like before you know it, it's crazy. This year has been <laughs> yeah. flying, and I'm gonna be it's I'm gonna be good. a year older. So, oh yeah, Patio. Yes, you will. Mm-hmm. Patio's birthday's coming up. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. What's what's the Where are we going? What what's are we the doing? Special number thirty two. Nice. Thirty two years strong, huh? <laughs> 32 years straight awesome <laughs> i didn't skip i didn't skip not one year no good that's that's always helpful <laughs> uh anyway um so i woke up on when was it tuesday at two o'clock in the morning violently shivering and i'm like oh Uh-oh. no this is not gonna be good so my head felt like it was in a vice i basically laid in the bathroom floor because it was nice and cold for a little while and oh I, no, Tim! I, it was bad, man. Oh, it was just gosh. bad. I popped some Advil. I took some water, and uh, I just kept shivering. I'm just waiting for the Advil to kick in. I go back to bed. I wake up at like six o'clock in the morning, just sweating. Like the fever. I had a fever of like 101. And then, are you serious? And then at like six o'clock in the morning, I wake up and like <laughs> sounds gross, but like in a pool of my own sweat, my fever broke and my body just was like, "All right, I'm leaking out all this crap because it's just ridiculous." <laughs> so I, uh, I was just, I was sweating like profusely, like it was dripping down my face, and I was like, "Oh, this is disgusting." I'm getting up. So <laughs> this sounds like a scene from X Men or something. Yeah, when you right. Get your powers. <laughs> so exactly. I wish I had some powers right now. That'd be amazing. I, I, um, so yeah, I've got a nice, um, chest cold happening right now. So forgive me if I cough in everybody's ears. Um, I think my daughter gave it to me cause she had a double ear infection last week and then also had a bit of a cold and runny nose, uh, a cough and a runny nose. So I was like, Hmm, I wonder if she gave that to me. So yeah, I'm kind of in misery right now, but I'm pressing on. I don't have time to be sick. It's the holidays. We got stuff to do. We got games to play. We got all kinds of fun stuff to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> see? Oh, Lord. Oh, oh man. Again. I'm so I sorry. totally apologize Golly. in advance. At least I'm not coughing up phlegm balls and, like, spitting them in the microphone or anything. That would be <laughs> even oh, grosser. <laughs> anyway, so we Boy, that headset is going to be really bad <laughs> oh, when you yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, you're going to need to disinfect that joker, bleach, boy. Bleach this joker in a little bit. <laughs> so week was oh. good. Um, I, as I, I posted, I finished Assassin's Creed 4. 
with 100% completion. I synced everything yeah. on the main missions, side missions, got all the treasures, got all the treasure maps, did all of the Templar um, contracts, all the assassin contracts, did, all, you know, sunk all the legendary ships. And I'm just, I'm so happy with that game. Like I can walk away from that game going best Assassin's Creed game ever. Ubisoft hit it out of the hmm. park with this. It was, it, it was fantastic. So I was like, I was super excited and um, I was going to try and platinum it, but I looked at all the trophies and in order to do that, you also have to do some multiplayer stuff. So I was like, yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm just not going to bother. I mean, as long as I get, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. As long as I get a hundred percent on, on my, my campaign, I'm totally happy with that because that was a lot in and of itself. I mean, you had to go everywhere to find all the hidden treasure chests and the animus fragments. And I mean, I got, I got it all and it was just, I think you should get an honorary platinum for that. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah. Come on. I mean, Ubisoft. They, there are up. a ton of trophies in that game though. I mean, even with everything that I did, I think my trophy percentage is like 75%. So I think that other mm. quarter percent is some multiplayer stuff. And there may be a few one or two like really on and off things that I could have done and I just didn't do. And I'm like, well, it's too late now. I'm just, I'm, I'm already in it, but it was so nice seeing that 100%. So I was, and you loved it, huh? Yeah. I really, really, really love this game. I encourage everybody to play it. And, um, it's just so much fun. It It's just, yeah, it's, it's a great game. Um, thank you everybody for all your suggestions on what I want to play next. I, I tweeted, uh, a few days ago. Hey, I'm almost done with AC4. I've got Mass Effect 3, Infamous 2, Dishonored, and Dragon Age 2 in my uh, to-do list. And uh, everybody was kind of going back and forth. Uh, I mean, Mass Effect 3 is another epic game. And because I've just done this, I may just take a break from epicness for a little bit. So <laughs> I've decided I'm going to play Dishonored because that's a quick one. And I'm nice. super, yeah. super <laughs> yes. excited for that. So I think I'm going to play Dishonored. And then, um, and then probably get into some Telltale stuff because Walking Dead's coming out shortly. Yep. And um, so I'm excited to start that game up. I was hopefully I was going to try and start playing it before the podcast, but I've just been too ill to to move. <laughs> so, <laughs> Golly. so yeah, that's been me. Um, I feel gross. Um, I apologize if I cough in everybody's ear, but I'm here, and I wouldn't miss this for the world. There you go. Boom. Um, I really, I'm really excited about you getting into Dishonored. Like, I just remember really liking it. Yeah, I play. I played it twice. That's one of the only games I've played twice. Yeah, that for, Hall so. for you, that's huge. But you, you went in killing a lot of folks, right? I may try and go in yeah. <laughs> n- with without a single death. If I can do it stealth wise that way, I may try that. Well, I imagine most people Ooh. who played it twice like went through it and killed a lot of people, and then went through it and tried to do better. Yeah, yeah, I just went through it the same way both times, just yeah. killing everybody. Just go right so through. I'm not really sure why. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, I love stealth. You're a maniac. That's right. I love. I couldn't games. help it. Like, I kind of tried. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I see that guy down there. I'm going to try to sneak, and it just didn't happen. He was like, hey, who are you? And I was just like, done. <laughs> you're like you're dead. <laughs> Don't even want to worry yeah, about so it. Yeah, so it's it's gonna. It's exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I've, it, that has been sitting in my pile for so long, and I I've wanted to play it for so long, and so now here's my chance too. So I'm very excited. You're really going to enjoy it, and it's really cool too in that first person perspective when you've got that. Uh, I can't even think of what that gun is called, but it, you can kind of 
feel it when you shoot it. Like it feels very responsive. I love that. That's great. It's really neat. And you said the controls are a lot like infinite, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's definitely inspired by the original Bioshock. Oh, cool. Like you can, you can kind of tell. So it's really cool though. That's another good freaking game, man. Oh yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. super, super excited. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. So hopefully I'll be feeling better and I want to, I can't wait to get into Dishonored and, and have some fun with it. So it'll be good. Nice. Hall. Well, (laughs) would you guys be mad if I said that I played mostly Skyrim? I saw I saw on Twitter that somebody caught you in the act. Yeah. I saw somebody <laughs> so took a awesome. screenshot of, of, of Hall signing on or Hall's oh name on playing Skyrim. I was like, oh he got it. Dude, oh, they had a lot hilarious. of opportunity. Do to not take a be picture. ashamed. <laughs> Do not be ashamed of Hall. I mean it's it's such a great game. I'm just surprised. Like the thing that I was gonna say is yeah, good luck trying to just mainline everything because there's no way you're gonna be able to do that. It's just gonna suck you in. I'm I'm doing pretty well at, at mainlining it. There was like, I did have to go earn some more money because I was like, hey, I want to buy a house right away and not have to worry about this stuff. So, um, I think I did went off and did a couple of the miscellaneous things, but I, for the most part, I'm going down the path. And uh, I, I I'm trying to think of how far I am in. Like I'm probably a couple quests in. Um, but yeah, I just I didn't think that I would get hooked again on that game but it's just it's so much fun that is so, crazy that's so yeah because awesome. did you start well, over right, yeah i just i started from square one because i was like i have wow. no idea what i was doing last time like it's been so long since i played because you let me borrow it yeah uh, router let me borrow it like before we even did the podcast i think yeah yep you and had now it for we're a month six, i think 65 let- weeks in so Hell, wow yeah it's been it's yeah been a i think while. i think i had it for about a month because it was it was i think i had like maybe 50 hours sunk into it and then i think i let you borrow fallout or something yeah we I swapped I, you you took skyrim and i uh played fallout 3 so those were yeah. great, man those are great that's a great trade right there oh yeah well two bethesda games it's perfect yep and it, it's really cool to to play skyrim and know that when they make Fallout 4, they're going to implement some of those other features or some of those more advanced features into Fallout 4. So it's going to be really cool. I mean, we've heard rumors about Fallout 4, but we don't we don't know anything just yet. It's just exciting to know that they've kind of progressed things with their engine and tweaking some things, and it kind of makes me wonder what they're going to do for next gen. There you go. I wonder what the storyline's going to be this time for Fallout 4. Um, I am I I mean with with the Elder Scrolls games like I'm not 100% sure on this. I did play through a little bit of Oblivion, but they seem to be pretty similar stories. Mm. So they mm. kind of it's not necessarily that they like just do the same story every time, but I bet with Fallout 4 they'll change it up a bit, but you'll still be like a, a you know, a vault dweller or some something. They'll they'll do it pretty similar because it would be kind of cool to see a Fallout Three type of story in Fallout Four because it'll be next gen, new graphics, new engine, yeah, blah blah blah. So I'm sure it's going to look amazing. Oh my gosh, I can only imagine. I was looking at next gen trailers last night and I was like, oh man, if I <laughs> yeah. saw a PS4 on the shelf, it might get bought. Dude, I'm telling you what, guys, 
I know that maybe the launch titles aren't blahzy, blahzy, blah, or, oh, you know, this generation's not quite dead. Man, I went back and booted up the PS3 last night to download Nino Cooney. I was like, click, click. Oh, man, click, click. What is this crap? Oh, nice. (laughs) Dude, on the PS4, you're just like flying around. The, the, The speed difference is ridiculous. Unbelievable. I'm sure. And then uh, my buddy came over and we played some Ghost and he'd been playing it on his 360 at home. Mm-hmm. And he came over and he was like, oh my gosh. Wow. I was like, take it in, baby. Take it all in. <laughs> <laughs> That's he so said, great. He said, he said the, the difference is crazy. Oh, guys, I'm so sorry now, he's, for he, coughing. Hey, you're sick. That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you're sick. <laughs> I guess so. Um, anything else, Hall? What's up? Anything else? What else has been going on besides Skyrim? Um, not yeah, much. not a whole, not a whole lot game wise. I, I did piece out more time than I could, uh, typically have for games. So I've kind of been trying to sneak in some time during the week for, uh, Skyrim. Just, you know, like I said, finding time to play. Um, and also, I really want to check out uh, Gran Turismo Six, but I haven't seen it at Redbox just yet. Mm, so oh, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm the only guy that really plays car games on the show. Yes, you are. And Gran Turismo Six interests me, but it kind of also makes me wonder why they just didn't do it for PlayStation Four. I mean, I know there's a much bigger audience with PlayStation Three, but yeah, that's a good question. I mean, you could, well, you would think that they would want to bring out a car game like right away to show off the graphics. And I know they've got uh drive club coming, but that was supposed to be a launch title. I mean, we're past launch now. And that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm, that's why I'm wondering if that's why they didn't have one lined up. Cause they're like, Oh, we have one lined up. Oh, and, and then, then it didn't work yeah, out. Then it got delayed. But why would makes me wonder why you wouldn't take your strongest franchise though and put it on the next gen. I mean, Xbox One launched with Forza, Forza Five, so yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, kind of makes you wonder. Point. Yeah, which by uh, the way, I have heard that that game is crazy on the microtransactions. No Forza, really? Yes. Wow, it's it's kind of strange to, and I guess this is kind of going to be the trend with the next gen. Yeah, I'm not ready for that to hit consoles yet. Oh no, no, paying sixty dollars for a game and then and then having like additional, <laughs> yeah, no, that's stupid. It's kind of crazy. So, I mean, you can and theoretically, you can play those types of games without ever buying anything. I mean, it's probably similar to a a um. Oh, I'm trying to think like a game like on iOS, like a free to play game where you could buy better weapons. Yeah. But plants vs zombies. Yeah, but if you ju- if you just play the game, you'll get them anyway. So, well, the thing with plants vs zombies is like you 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 constantly have it in your face that you don't have all the plants and you can't get all the plants without buying them. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I hated about it. Was yeah, like like sucks. every time you go to choose your plants for whatever level you're on, there's always like three of them grayed out because I'm not about to spend four dollars on each of those plants. Wow. Oh, heck no. Heck no. You know but don't I mean? you, like, I know I do the same thing for Plants vs. Zombies. Don't you have, like, your go-to plants that you use anyway? Yeah, but some of the ones that are the ones that you could buy are from the first one, and I would uh, definitely use them. 
You know what I mean? If that, they were available. That sucks, man. Like, why? It makes me wonder if they, they made any more money by doing it that way. But I, I think so. I don't, I, well, why wouldn't they, yeah. I guess? So. I mean, Candy Crush, well, and that's you know why it was free. Is perfect example. Candy Crush is just ridiculous, too, because all you're doing is buying extra lives, which you can get just by waiting, which you should do anyway. <laughs> you right. remember how, like... I agree. Well, you were, you remember, like, you'd play, or, like, old Nintendo games or Sega Genesis games, like, in the manual, it would say, you know, be sure you take a break every 45 minutes or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's that, how's that work out for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Not very well with Candy Crush, apparently. Uh-uh. <clears throat> No, sir. Try two hours of forty-five minutes. I think you're giving me your cold. Yeah, man. Sorry, (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Through the internet, exactly. Yes. Um, that's crazy. Well, that's great. I'm glad you're enjoying Skyrim. Yes, I am. (laughs) Theo, how was your week, buddy? Dude, my week was crazy. I had probably one of the most emotionally draining weekends of my life, and it all happened in one day. Um. So we've been on the road and we hit, what did we hit this week? We hit Pennsylvania, we hit Connecticut, we hit New York City, and we hit Maryland. And in New York, so this is just, this is just crazy. So we're on tour and one of the guys that's out on tour, his name's um, Brandon Heath, uh, singer-songwriter, great singer-songwriter, by the way. Um, so in New York, he gets engaged. That's awesome. Yay. Hmm. We're all excited for you wow. and your fiance. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Great for him. Went and did the Central Park thing and it was awesome. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then during the meet and greet, which is before the show, we had like a make a wish child come through who had oh. some sort of cancer or something. And, um, oh, man. they blindfolded her and brought her in and she didn't know where she was. They told her she was in the subway. And, uh, and then Toby started like singing in her ear and she like freaked out and took the blindfold off and just started crying. And like, he's just hugging oh, her man. And, dude. It like the whole, every, like there's probably 15 of us standing there. And if I wouldn't have looked away and made some kind of stupid joke in my head to keep from crying, I would have been just like everyone else, like everybody was bawling. And so oh it was just a powerful moment. Just this man. kid, you know, she was like eight years old. Oh um, my God. Yeah cancer and like has to get all kind of stuff done anyway beautiful little girl too oh anyway and then so then that happens and then we get into the show and we had set up (laughs) it was ridiculous guys this day we had set up (laughs) there was a marine that had been gone for like six or seven months and he wanted to reunite with his family on stage oh man dude so we totally worked it out to where we faked like we wrote down, we found out where his family was in the crowd, wrote down their seats and then acted like we were drawing from a hat. And so Toby like drew their seats from a hat. They came on stage and then he's like, anyway, you guys get to sit on stage and we got another, he was like, you know, it's Christmas time. We got another surprise for y'all. And the dad comes running across the stage to his four children and wife. Oh, y'all man. <laughs> I'm telling oh, you what, man, I can't watch that crap. I could not oh, watch man. that crap. No, that stuff, that stuff gets me every time. <laughs> I was on the side of the stage, like, cause I'm on stage cause I helped with like the, I was holding the hat 
you know, that Toby was choosing from, which only had one slip of paper in it. And uh, so getting my acting on. But when he came across the stage and was holding all his children, they're like hanging from his arms. Like he's like hugging all of them, like swooped all of them up. And he's in his army fatigues and everybody's just like cheering like crazy. Dude, I had to fight that thing off like a beast on stage. I was like, I sounded like I sounded like Router. I was like, yes, okay. I mean, was it hard to keep your eyes open? Oh, Dude, are you kidding me? Yeah, I like teary eye. I looked over and all of our crew was crying. Oh man. I mean, grown men so awesome. crying. And then that doesn't help when you look over and you see like your best friends in the world crying. You know what you I'm were, saying? You were holding, well, you were holding it back, but little did you know, like they're all coming back and they're like, man, Gabe is heartless. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez, exactly. Gabe. This doesn't Gabe affect you at all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You so, robot. That's so funny. <laughs> Gabe, just just let him pour, man. Just I know. Trust yeah. me. Let him go. I know. That's why it's I okay. That. I should have done that. I had I it felt like I had a baseball in my throat. I mean, oh, it was the worst. <laughs> oh, oh, that's man. amazing. I love the I love those kind of when when they do those surprise uh reunions. It's just so yeah. cool. It was just really cool to be a part of and um stuff like that. And blessed that they called us to let us be a part of that. And then you know, not only are we having all these emotional things happen, but we're also playing the theater at Madison Square Garden. And so it was wow, like, so cool. it was part. So it was just like cool from that standpoint. And you're just in the city and you're walking around. Oh, Toby went shopping and he saw it. He said it felt like it was something out of a music video. He saw one of the One Direction guys. One Direction was playing at SNL that night, that same night that we were in town. And uh he was out shopping, and I guess one of the guys got spotted by a bunch of girls. And he said there was probably like 30 girls chasing these three guys. And he was that like, oh, well, awesome. that must have been One Direction. So that was That funny. is hilarious. So That's New York, baby. That's how yeah, it goes. Exactly. All that to say, um, I didn't barely get any gaming in. This week was really busy for some strange reason. And um so I had my Vita with me, didn't turn it on, not one time. The only thing I got in was Candy Crush. And then when I got home, the first thing I play, of course, is that doggone ghost multiplayer, man. I was on there. You know, we got the clan popping off. So if anybody wants to join the clan, it's MTTG cast. It's the same thing as our Twitter handle. Uh Come join up. And it, it's not, I didn't know this, but it's not platform exclusive. So like I, you know, had a guy join last night that was on Xbox. So that was pretty cool. So please come join us and, and shoot some people with us. MTTG cast. It is MTTG cast call okay. of duty ghost. I'll have to come join that. Yeah. Giddy up. Yep. So Hulk, Hulk, let me ask you this for, for Gabe's sake. Should he play borderlands on Vita or should he play it on the console? Hmm. I'm a, I'm all about this borderlands kick for him. He needs to play that game. Cause I guarantee you, if you like the multiplayer, for ghosts and that kind of stuff. You're going to love Borderlands too. Just the style's totally different, but I'm trying to figure out because it's coming. Is it already available on Vita or is it coming? No, no I don't think I'm not just yet. I'm not sure when it's coming either. Like if, if it's coming on Vita before the telltale thing comes out, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. I yeah. Don't yeah. Spoil anything for later in the show. But um, yeah, I would say get it on Vita if, if it's coming soon. So, yeah, because I know you guys love those games. I'm on a I, mission I to have you play that game. So on, it's know. my personal mission <laughs> that you play that game because you will love that game. 
Yeah, I can completely understand with the original why you would kind of drop off of it because it do, the original does. I mean, the shooting is a little dated. Yeah, and, um, and two, they upped it a little the, bit better. Yeah, the well, the enemy, the enemy characteristics too are a little bit different. Yeah, but in the second one, they basically took all the feedback from the first one and fixed everything. Yeah, really. So, yeah, the second one is definitely. I mean, in my opinion, it's a ten. But uh, really, yeah, it's, a, it's good, man. Know. It's really good. And you don't have Shoot, to. I you don't have to play like the that. first one. You don't have to play the first one to know what's going on in the second one. Yeah, not really. I mean, what they do, they do do some like little uh, tie-ins with the older characters that if you've played the first one, you're like, oh, cool. But even then, when you play the first one, you can only uh, play as one character anyway at a time. Yeah. Right. So really to get the experience with all the characters in the first one, you just had to play the game multiple times. Um, oh, that's interesting. But the second one, uh, yeah, they just kind of tie all those old characters back in. So if you played the first one as a specific character, you may like feel a little, little something more when you get to see the old characters, I guess. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, the game is still good on its own without playing the first one at all. Yeah, so. it's definitely my mission to have him play Borderlands. Either one or two, it doesn't matter. I think I think that's a game that you'll fall in love with. I think two since we've progressed now in in how the games are made, I think number two will be more fun for you. Yeah. All right. So you know I'm a completionist though a little bit, like not in the way that router is where I have to 100% everything, but like I like knowing the full story of stuff. Yeah, no, you'll, and it's, it, I'm telling you, it's right up your alley. You'll get, you'll get all of that. All right. Like the storyline's good, good too. Like the main storyline is great. And then there's all these other side missions too. So yeah, you'll love it. Yep. Very Sweet. fun. All right, router. If you are up to it. Oh yes. I'm let's do it. Battling this, but I will go through this. New releases for this week, December 8th, week of December 8th. Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, this time of year is just kind of, you know, all the big wigs are out now, so we don't have a, a ton going on. Uh, Peggle 2 for Xbox Live this releases on the 9th of December. We have um, Sorcery Saga, Curse of the Great Curry God for Vita. Hmm. We have Europa, Europa Universalis 4, Conquest of Paradise for the PC. And hmm. uh, Let's Sing for the PC. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Let's, Let's sing. <laughs> Let's sing. So, yeah, so those are your new releases. Getting into the top selling games for the week ending November 30th. Number 10, Battlefield 4, Xbox 360. Nice. Number nine. Here's a here's a good one. Batman Arkham Origins for the PS3. It comes back really? into the chart. Yeah, came back in. Hmm. Number eight. Yeah, that, had to, that had to be because of Black Friday, I bet. Probably. Uh, number eight, Call of Duty Ghosts for the Xbox One. Uh-huh. Number seven, Pokemon XY 3DS. Yeah, there you, you are. You knew there had, to, there had to be a 3DS game in there. <laughs> number six, GTA V for the PS3. Really? Number f- yeah. Number five, The Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds for the 3DS. Mm. Number four, Call of Duty Ghosts for the PS3. Number... Number three, GTA 5 for Xbox 360. Here's, here's the kicker. Number two, 
Just Dance 2014 for the Wii. Yep. <laughs> for, for the Wii? For the Wii. Which not means Wii U. No, not Wii U. So it means that people are still buying Wiis around Black Friday. Well, wow. or, or, I mean, the Wii did outsell the PS3 and the 360, so... That's crazy. Yeah, which yeah, is funny. <laughs> so it it jumping to number two, but isn't is Just Dance bundled with the Wii, or do they have bundles with the Wii? Yeah, uh, I think it's bundled with it. They might. Yeah. So they, they must make, have had a sense. they must have had a killer deal over Black Friday that it jumps like that. It did three hundred fifty thousand units. Oh my hmm. god, that's insane. That the Wii is, is a insane. good doggone console. That's why yep. I can see them developing that game and they're like lead platform Wii. Yep. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the number one game for the weekend of November 30th, Call of Duty. Wait, that Ghost. was number two? That was number two. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's, that's we're, not what to, we're not to me. the finale yet. Yeah, finale. So, number one, Call of Duty Ghost for the Xbox 360. Wow. So, it's really, really, really interesting that not a whole lot of next-gen games are in, on here. There's Ghost for the X-Bone that was number eight. Everything else was PS3 and Xbox 360. Because of those sales, I think, man. I think it's it really must have been. Uh, well. I think it's really good to see uh, next gen titles on there, just because there are not near as many next gen systems out there yeah. as there are, obviously. Well, of course, right. of course, if if there's going to be a game, a next gen game, it's going to be Call of Duty Ghost. That's going to be in that top ten. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly right. But it, it's great to see Batman: Arkham Origins. I still got to play that game too. Shoot. I know. Um, I, I've got so let down. Like everybody, nobody talked that great about it. So I yeah. never, I never like ran out to get it, even though I really like the other two. But I know it's yeah. not developed by the same people and blahzy blahzy blah. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things where if it's on sale, that's probably when I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. I bet at the beginning of next year, you'll see it on sale for either 20 or 25. I bet. Yeah. That's, and that's good for me. I can, I'll pick that up then. Yeah, but exactly. yeah. So there you have it. There's your top selling games for the for the weekend. That was uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. So should be uh, should be Black interesting Friday. to see what. Yeah, it should be interesting to see what the charts do this next week. There we Which, go. Speaking of, I wanted to bring up a little housekeeping point for uh, one of our Black Friday stories last week. Um, we had mentioned that you know the Xbox One and the Xbox 360 really just took it home on Black Friday. Right. We had a few of our listeners uh, mention to us, well, that could be because of availability. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. I just wanted to bring that up. I don't know. I don't know if if more of any console was available last week or on Black Friday week. Um, yeah, I, I just I know that you're hard pressed to find a PlayStation Four. Re- period. Yeah, and I mean, I haven't seen either of them on the shelf, and thank Me God neither. I haven't because I might actually buy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody put one it. under Hall's nose. Please somebody put one under Hall's nose. <laughs> but um I do see that they're they're cranking out a little bit more availability before the end of the year. It is interesting to see that this time around they're able to make so many more consoles than they were last time. I mean yeah. it's we're talking like ten times more. It's That's just nuts. insane. That's crazy. And at high quality. I mean, of course we had failures, but it was still like a very small, small percentage for how many consoles yeah. they're making. The fact well, that they can pump them out so quick and, you know, only it seems like a handful of people for the number ended yeah. up having jacked up consoles. 
Well, it, you know, jacked up out the gate. We, the red ring didn't show up for about a year, if I remember correctly. <laughs> That's true. Uh, something, to, <laughs> so, something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, who knows? By this time next year, we could have like the blue dot of death or yeah. something all, crazy, all kind of stuff. Yo, yeah. <laughs> um, Hall, did you watch any VGX stuff? Uh, I went back and watched the recap trailers and stuff. Yeah. Do you want to, um, you want to run some of these down for those that didn't, uh, yeah, I got the it? whole list here if you want to. I bet you do. Yeah. Yep. Go for it. And, go for it. Uh, if you want to kind of go back and watch the recap, um, you know, I guess skip this part. This is spoilery from, from the actual show. But if you're like me, you just want to see kind of the, the recap and what people thought were interesting. Yeah. Me too. Um, overall game of the year, Grand Theft Auto five. No big surprise there. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that was that was a surprise at all. Um, best PC game, Gone Home. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I I will say this is the only PC game I heard about the entire year, pretty much. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, I could see that. Best Nintendo game, Super Mario 3D World. Gosh, I really want to play that. I want to play, so yeah. play it so badly. God. If Mario Kart would have come out this year, I think you'd see that there. Oh yeah, yeah. it'll be there oh, next yeah. year. Next year. Here's, here's something sure. interesting. Best Xbox game. Yeah. Brothers, a tale of two sons. Brothers, a tale of two sons. I played that demo and I mean, I was just frustrated the whole time to tell you the truth. Really? Huh. Like, because you're controlling each brother with each analog stick. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if my brain is just not fast enough to have them be able, as the like cameras panning around, I don't know if I'm like, my brain works well enough to have them all one of them not like walking into a side of a house the whole time while the other one's walking down the street. <laughs> but um it's like playing Resident Evil, right? You're just yeah, running into the exactly, wall. Exactly, exactly. Poor Jill has a you know constant like a uh, constant uh scar on her nose from running across the wall. But nice. Um <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was a really interesting best Xbox game brothers, a tale of two sons. Good one on you guys. Yeah, and we didn't I don't think we saw a whole lot of uh, Xbox exclusives this year, so that could be why. That wasn't um, exclusive. That it wasn't. No, I played it on the PS3. Oh no, I what what I'm saying. Well, this kind of goes into our next thing: best PlayStation game, The Last of Us. Nice. Um, so that was like a, a PS3 full retail exclusive. Right. Right. And Brothers must have been that good of a game. Like I heard from everybody that played it that it was a great game. And I think a lot of our listeners on the forums, you know, were saying that was a just a really great experience. That's so awesome. I'm going to have to try to pick that up before the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, best handheld game, The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. And I've heard that from everybody. So <laughs> that's amazing. I'm so glad, like, at least, you know, it's funny. We harp on Nintendo for, like, having the same people come out. All the time, Mario, Link, Metroid, not really Kirby. I was going to say Kirby, but I don't know. There's been a group of Kirby games. You know, Pokemon, you know, continues to kill it. But at least the games are good. Yeah. Could you imagine if they were keep bringing out Zelda and Link and all these kids and they were awful games? Oh, they wouldn't bring them out if they were awful. Well... Uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, there's awful games out those there. Those games have such a following anyway, though, so that you know that makes sense that they just cater to those who that follow them. And well, it, do, it doesn't hurt games. film either. Like you know, James Bond comes out every couple of years, and nobody seems to get tired of it. Right? Yeah. I mean, they yeah, always yeah. find a way to tell tell a 
similar story differently. So, yeah, I don't think anybody's mad at that. Nope, I'm mad at you. <laughs> Best indie game. Keep it going. Best indie game. Gone Home. Mm-hmm. Which I've got to check that out too. A lot of a lot of people said that that like when people were explaining the game, I was like, okay, well, what's the what's the hook? <laughs> you know, but yeah. apparently it was just that good. Um, I mean, to get best indie game, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's yeah, a that's potent, pretty amazing thing to win. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, best casual game, Animal Crossing New Leaf, another game that we have to play. <laughs> I'm not playing Someday. that. <laughs> not we need playing. some MTTG 2DSs <laughs> or 3DSs or something. Dude, I can't believe that that beat out some of the iOS games. Yeah, I I just think they could not give an award to Candy Crush. They just can't do that. I know, but, and I get it, but I mean, if a game is great or a game is, I mean, Candy Crush is the perfect pickup and play for two seconds and put yep. it back down. Sadly, it really is. And I hate to admit that. No, it's like, absolutely. It's like, I'm just thinking about even from the standpoint of like, okay, let's say I have a 3DS, right? Mm-hmm. Where do I usually keep my handheld in my backpack in a case, right? So just mm-hmm. from the pure fact that I have to go to my backpack, open it, get into a case, open that, and then power on my 3DS instead of the phone that I already have in my hand because I just got finished texting someone and then just start up Candy Crush right quick. Yep. Anyway. You know what the answer to this question is? Mm. Animal Crossing on the iPhone or Android. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah. If if we were to see Nintendo games on mobile platforms, man, it would be done. Oh, that would be amazing. It's true. And, and I, have, I mean, I, I don't do think they'll mods ever. for that. What's that? They have mods for that. Like, I remember my uh, my nephew showed me uh, an app that you can download and it opens up these different mods and you can play old old Mario Kart and uh, a bunch of other uh, Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. are, there's like little there's like little hacks of doing it, but I would love to see Nint- uh, like a full-on legal Nintendo sponsored iOS game. That would be so great. The the well, yeah, that's what I'm what I'm trying to say is like I want to see a Nintendo developed game for the iPad, the iPhone, iPad, Android, whatever. And honestly, I don't think they'll ever do it. No. Me neither. You I mean, might be I think right. just, the internet would just explode. Like it, it would be PS4 versus Xbone all over again. Like everybody awesome. would just be like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe it!" <laughs> It'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be nuts. All right, um, best action adventure. Moving on, yes, best action adventure: Assassin's Creed Four, Black Flag. Router, what do you think about that? Agreed. Totally agree. <laughs> you know, he agrees. Agreed. Best right. sports game, NBA 2K14. I've looked at uh, footage of the game, and I've played, like, a couple of the older ones. Yeah. But the new one, I mean, just looks, yeah, on looks the next ridiculous. gen, it looks amazing. Yeah. I thought for sure, if if these awards were, like, worldwide, I thought for sure FIFA 14 would have taken that. Oh, yeah, that would have made sense. I thought for sure FIFA, FIFA was going to take that versus NBA 2K. I think that, well, I think that FIFA sells more, but NBA 2K14, oh, yeah. I think, is highly regarded as, like, one of the best sports games ever. Right. Like, yeah. in, just the 2K series recently in general. Yeah. True. All right. Best mobile game. 
Plants vs. Zombies 2. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I agree with that either. Honestly, the best mobile game to me I mean, that's is where XCOM. That's so. well, oh, also, that's interesting. But but also that's where Candy Crush could have won. And it would have made sense for Candy Crush to to win that. I think they're gonna hate on Candy Crush. I don't think they're ever gonna give it to him. No. Even I though they deserve right. it. They make six hundred thousand dollars a day, y'all. Come on. Anyway. Yeah, I, I kinda wonder about that because if you look at it, like most of these games are developed by um, kind of mainstream developers or larger developers, and Candy Crush was made by a a very small team, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, we we've obviously we've got best indie game on here, so that's already taken. I mean, right. the studio that made Candy Crush is probably very very small and rich and super rich. <laughs> yes, very rich. So. <laughs> All right. And you know what? Good on them. That's awesome. Exactly. Best shooter. Bioshock Infinite. Boom. And yes, I agree with that. Totally. Totally agree. Uh, Best driving game, Forza Motorsport 5. Mm -hmm. The thing I like about the Forza games, and I've played uh, like two and three and four. The thing that I like about the Forza games is that they kind of took the good stuff from GTA and kind of made it less of a simulation. Oh, good. Maybe so not. Uh, I didn't again. say GTA. I meant to say Gran Turismo. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew what you meant. Yeah, Gran Turismo. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they did is they kind of made it less management, more driving. That's what I with, felt like they were doing with Madden, too. I feel like Madden mm-hmm. got to a point where it was like a football simulator, not a football video game anymore. Huh. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. That is that is what some people want or a lot of people want. I mean, Gran Turismo sells great every time. Um, when Gran Turismo came out, there was nothing like that. So they've just kind of continued right. that series as in the, I am, this is the car simulator series. Um, so yeah, I really like what Forza did because it kind of took some of that back and you didn't have to do as much management. You were just driving more cars, which is what I love to do in car games. <laughs> So exactly yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It's a car game. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know anything about engines and axles and I, I know, differentials. I, and the only thing I know, the only things I know about that stuff are from like Gran Turismo one and two. So <laughs> nice, which is probably all dated by now. Exactly. Um, I'm like, give me Ridge Racer. I yeah, love that seriously. game. G- give me Cruising USA, <laughs> yeah. even though it was terrible. Cruising, cruising, uh, best RPG. <laughs> Go back and play that game. Oh, I just played it the is, other day. Oh, really? Oh, it's incredible. It's awesome. Yeah, the music is so bad. No, it's so awesome. In such low bit rates. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Best RPG. Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Cannot wait to play it. I downloaded it. I just, I decided. I was like, all right. Yes, I have knack. Yes, I have contrast. Yes, I have uh kill zone. But I think my winter break game is gonna be Nino Cooney. We're on break from tour. I'm home for like a month and a half or something like that. I think it's some JRPG time for old Gabriel. That's right. Uh best fighting game, Injustice, Gods Among Us. How could you argue it? Isn't that the only 
one of the yeah, only best, fighting games that came out this year. Best yeah, it's like and only fighting game. <laughs> yeah, it's like that in Mortal Kombat or something like that. Well, no, there was other fighting games, but I mean, you're freaking Superman in these guys. I mean, you can't, you know. Yeah, you I guess f- you really can't go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Even if you don't like it all like that, it's still, you know, you're Superman in them. Come on. And it's not like they can do like a Marvel fighting game like that. I mean, Capcom they must have did. that locked up. Oh yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom, those games. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, but that's going for, I mean, like, if you look at Injustice, it looks like Mortal Kombat graphic style. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 or Marvel vs. Capcom 3, I mean, those are cartoons, you know, clearly going for a more artistic look. Yeah. Arcade style. And they're arcade style. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, Injustice, though, isn't Injustice kind of coming up on the fighting game tournaments and stuff now? I think so, yeah. It's a good game. Hmm. I didn't like it at first, but um, after getting my hands on it for a little bit, sitting with it, I like it. Hmm. Best uh, DLC? Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Heck Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. So good. I really liked that game, but I... I don't know. I I need to play some more DLC because I I heard mixed reviews about um the infinite DLC. Yeah, uh, yeah the latest one. But I don't know if it would be any better than Blood Dragon. I would just have to play it. And obviously, all all three of us played Blood Dragon, right? Well, I <laughs> yeah, I did not. I, I did. still haven't played it, but I've seen like a lot of gameplay. I think because it's just so over the top and so nostalgic. I mean, there's no way that it couldn't not win DLC. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. That is true. It does kind of hold a special place in everybody who's around our age's hearts. So yeah, yeah. And if you loved Far Cry, it was hard not to like it too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah, it did bring more Far Cry. Yeah. Best voice actor, Troy Baker as Joel. Shock. They could have put Troy Baker as whoever. Yeah, Troy <laughs> nice. Baker, Baker as any of them. is he the new nolan north oh yeah oh i don't know if he's the new nolan north he's just troy baker he is yeah he is the the voice actor it could be troy baker as tyler perry is as medea and it'd be good (laughs) he probably would be he probably would be a good medea you're like it's not troy baker doing medea it's troy baker doing tyler perry doing medea and that's it's great Medea splits heads. You were Three. you said that like it was something that exists. It doesn't exist, right? <laughs> no. Okay, I was gonna say no. It does not. But it would be hilarious if it did. <laughs> Best voice actress Ashley Johnson as Ellie, and Last I completely agree with that. I oh, mean, yeah. so good, so good. Um, Studio of the year. Oh, good old Naughty Dog. Uh-huh. Everybody loves Naughty Dog, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it is interesting to see a... Uh, they don't release crap is why they, everybody loves them. Well, I mean, it, like I said, when I interviewed um, Phil Kovacs, you know, he said that they they didn't know what it was going to be, when, like the, what the reviews were going to be. They said that either this is going to be a, a knockout or this is going to be, you know, just everybody's going to hate it. You know, it's funny. I can believe that because when you're in the studio, like making music or doing whatever, you get so used to what you're hearing that it can become good to yourself. Mm -hmm. 
if that yeah. makes sense. And then yeah, you it put it sense. out and people are like, this is crappy. And you're like, oh, snap, this is crappy. But, I mean, obviously that didn't happen with Last of Us. It's one of the best games ever. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, character of the year. Character of the year, the Lutest twins, I completely don't agree with that. <laughs> they were good, but they <laughs> from, weren't from like... From Bioshock Infinite, yeah. They were good, I, but they weren't like over the top good. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting that they were. Uh, I wonder if they. I wonder if character of the year automatically means non playable character of the year. That could be. That could be. But then you could put Elizabeth in there. Yeah, I was just gonna say Elizabeth would be. Perfect yeah, Elizabeth was a much better character. That's really interesting that they did that. You know, or huh. even if you look at The Last of Us, I mean, Ellie was a very compelling character too. So. I know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I was just trying to, I was trying to help y'all out. Sorry. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gabe G's. Um, I know. Best soundtrack. GTA five. No surprise there. Yeah. The Grand Theft Auto games, man, they always have good soundtracks. Yep. I mean, they, they go back paid and a lot for licensing. A- exactly. Oh, a buttload. Yep. And um, I was, I was listening to some, um, cameo the other day and nice. people were posting in the comments like oh yeah this game is from gta 3 and i was like are you kidding me <laughs> i was like that's that's song? what you remember about this game come on <laughs> or that's what you remember about this song <laughs> yeah, that's a shame that's really funny so funny. um and then uh best song in a game will the circle be unbroken bioshock infinite hmm so that was i think i'm trying to remember what song that was i think that was that um was that that like kind of uh country bluegrass song well, they had no a couple idea. of those in there it, I don't ran, it ran during the credits didn't it i don't know if that was it or not it could I don't be i don't know it was a really cool song though it's a great I think, song i think uh bluegrass or you know uh appalachian music when done in those kind of settings can be really compelling. And in that game, I think it works. Real powerful. Yeah. yeah. You're exactly right. I mean, in, I think, in GTA 5, you know, it's a joke. But <laughs> in a game like Infinite, it's really cool. So. Yeah, it brings something to life. Mm-hmm. And then uh, most anticipated game. Titanfall. Of course. of course. I'm surprised Titanfall continues to win over Destiny when it comes to stuff like that. As far as our forum is concerned, it seems like more people are excited about Destiny. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know about, I mean, our forum is a lot different than what else is out there. So I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, that's a good wrap up. Uh, you know, what's interesting and we spent a lot of time on that. Um, the division, um, snowdrop engine that they showed mm-hmm. looks Nuts. I know. It oh, looks that phenomenal. Looks sick. Oh my gosh. I was like, what is that? That's what's going to be happening soon. I cannot wait. And that, and the, just the little, you know, trailer that they showed of that game kind of to get an idea of what that game is going to be. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I think it's going to, yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. And you know, I, mean, I didn't realize that it, it's a Tom Clancy based game too. I thought it was just the division, but when yeah, I went Tom to Clancy's game, the division, when yeah. I went to game trailers and it said, Tom Clancy's the division. I'm like, oh, really? Like I almost didn't recognize it. I know Tom Clancy's pulling a Tupac this year. 
That's right. He's got, a, he's got a book and a video game coming out after he's after his passing. Posthumously. Well, I yep. think they'll keep making uh, Tom Clancy based games, right? Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. he didn't have anything to do with the games. I don't think mm-hmm. anymore, like he used to. But I don't think. I mean, obviously he's he's passed now, but um, I don't think he had anything to do with the games anymore. Um, just watching do- the footage too, like I was like, man, they're probably going to do the next Splinter Cell in this engine, and it looks amazing. Oh my gosh, the engine looks so good. Yeah. Oh, I cannot yeah. wait. Next I mean, gen is whole, here. Yeah, it is. It's definitely here. What were you gonna say, um, Gabe? I was gonna say let's do um some uh favorite video game memories. Boom. Oh yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nines to fives and we are still married to the game. It's your boy Brandon over in Florida. Lone Wolf 7 on the forums. Just want to give you all my favorite gaming memory. It's when me and my cousins used to get on Halo 2 and 3 multiplayer and just tear it up for hours upon hours upon hours. Get in that forge, play some hammerball. If you remember, you know how fun it was and how many hours you were spending just doing crazy things in there. But I'm about this thing. Peace! My name is Nathan, and I'm from Alaska, host of the Frozen Gamers podcast. One of my favorite gaming memories goes back to when I was in sixth grade. I didn't have any video game handhelds myself, but one of my friends lent me his Game Boy Color along with The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX while I was camping with my family. Between the beautiful weather, scenery, and that game, I had an amazing time. It was my first 2D Zelda, and to this day, is still one of my favorite Zelda games. My name is Byron Chambers, and I'm from Orlando, Florida, and my favorite gaming memory is playing Pac-Man late at night in the living room with my mom, and every night we would flip it because it always would start over once you get to the end. <laughs> hey, this is Tim Hall from Nashville, Tennessee. My favorite video game memory is from when I used to live in Ohio. A group of friends and me, I think it was maybe freshman year of high school, um, we were playing a ton of GoldenEye at the time, and we had gotten together one night to play games, I think it was about eight of us, and uh, somebody had brought Super Smash Brothers, and I'd never heard of that game before, I didn't really know what it was, and I remember kind of being reluctant to play it, I was like, no, let's just keep playing GoldenEye, but they popped that game in, and we played for probably 12 hours straight. It was ridiculous. We played all night, partially into the next day. We were all taking turns sleeping, like taking shifts of playing the game. I mean, it was just a great time and definitely one of my best memories. All right. Yes, yes. Favorite video game memories. Love those. We love hearing from you guys, too. Oh, it's great it's to hear what everybody sounds like out there. Yeah. And I know, like, we say it every week, but we really do love it. Thank you, guys. And I'm getting more of them trickling in, and that's awesome. Oh, and, no. uh We're not going to be able to finish the year. No. <laughs> oh, we will. We're going to make it. Um, <laughs> we will make it happen. If you guys want to send one in. You know what to do. Record your name, where you're from, and your favorite video game memory. Try to keep it around 30 to 45 seconds, and we'll get it on the show. You can email it to mailbag at marriedtothegames.com or straight to me, Gabe, G-A-B-E, at marriedtothegames.com. All right. 
Did you guys hear about this kid, uh, Peter? I'm going to probably jack up his last name. Clatworthy. 19 years old of the UK. Went on UK's eBay. Was buying a day one Xbox. He found one that the title read Xbox One FIFA 14 Day One Edition. Photo brand new. Was like, yeah, I'm getting that. What equals out, you know, to be $735 later? What showed up at his house? A photograph of an Xbox One. Oh, yep. this happens every console launch. <laughs> a photo, a picture of it. So, of course, he had paid through PayPal. PayPal is great, by the way, of helping you get your money back when you've been, you know, when something's gotten jacked up. Um, so he did get his money back through PayPal and then UK retailer CEX, I don't know if they say it some kind of way, ends up giving this kid an Xbox. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. For that's free. Pretty cool. Um, it was supposed to be a gift for his four year old son. Uh, he's 19. Don't do the math. And, uh, but I thought that was good that he got hooked up. And uh after getting kind of jacked up on eBay, how nice is it to keep your $735 and still get an Xbox One? I think that's awesome. I know. That's it's awesome. amazing. Do you get to keep the photo too? <laughs> I would hope so. And it's funny if you look at the photo, it's not like it's not even like they went to Kinko's and printed it out. It looks like they printed it out at home. It looks nice. like they printed it out on like a printer that had it was like on its last drop of ink, like on every color. It was <laughs> exactly. just like, oh, I can't do it. I've been printing photos of Xbox Ones every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's oh, awesome. Not another one. Exactly. Um, so we had another birthday this month. So it's Jesus's birthday this month, my birthday this month, and Doom's birthday this month. Doom, Did you say turn, Doom? Doom turned 20 on the 10th of December. Wow. And wow. I remember, I, I don't know if, Hall will remember. Hall, did you play Doom? Did I play the original? Yeah. Of course. I remember I that installed being that f- thing on the network, buddy. <laughs> nice. I remember that being the first game that I was like, it had so many secrets and so many like walls that would move that you didn't know. And that was before the internet, I felt like was, you know, obviously like it is today. And, uh, and that had to have been so, so much of it was word of mouth and like God mode and all this, all stuff I had never really experienced before. Yep. I knew all those codes. Yeah. And I know Wolfenstein, I think was already out by then, but for some reason, Doom just kind of. Well, Wolfenstein took- predated, uh, Doom. And it That's was also by Id. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Doom just kind of took it to another level for me. I don't know why necessarily. Um, I think I'm trying to remember if I think Doom might have been one of my first, uh, games that I got. Like I got a newer computer when I was in like fifth grade, I think. And I think Doom was one of the first games that I got for it. I don't remember. Oh, wow. Um, two, two more quick things because I know we got to keep it moving. The Walking Dead on the Xbox comes out on the 18th of December. All that remains is the title of the new of the new one before 99 on Xbox Live. And we, and we don't know. I don't think we've confirmed whether or not that's like exclusive to Xbox Live or something or if it's coming out on other platforms that day as well. It might it might come out like a couple days early, like it's been doing or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know how they do their releases here first. Yeah. For like I, a day. Because actually I think, I think it comes out on steam the day before on the 17th mm-hmm. is I think steam's date. And then one more quick thing. 
there's a backwards compatibility hoax going around for the Xbox One. Do not do it. It could brick your console. So um there's this thing, you know, every we talked about it when the Xbox was first first coming out, or actually when we were first hearing about it, that it's a dev kit within itself. Like it can you could kind of turn on on and off the dev kits if you are a Microsoft approved developer. Hmm. But if you're not and you enter an unauthorized sandbox ID, you could brick the console. Huh. So nice. don't do it. And that's what people are saying. They're like, hey, if you throw it into de- development mode, then you can, it's backwards compatible. It's not true. <laughs> don't do it. Major Nelson, uh, put out a tweet that said, to be clear, there is no way to make your Xbox One backwards compatible. Performing steps to attempt this could make your console inoperable. So listen to Major Nelson or Larry. That'd be if funny you know if the better. code was like, I am a dummy. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You guys know exactly where to find us. And if you don't, let me remind you. MarriedToTheGames.com or MarriedToTheGames.com slash forums. Come check us out. Come vote on the polls on the website. Chris has got some great stuff going on there still. Twitter.com slash MTTGcast. YouTube.com slash MarriedToTheGames. Facebook.com slash married to the games. And yeah, we're trying to be all over the place. So come please check us out. Rate us on iTunes. If you get an opportunity to this week, that would be incredible. It helps us in some weird way that we do not understand. Exactly. I always exactly. have to bring that up. No, yeah, because we have no idea if, if it helps or not, but we're pretty sure it helps. It can't hurt. Um, so we appreciate it. And let's get into some questions. Okay, we got an email uh, in uh, at mailbag at marytothegames.com from Stephen Halterman. This is great. I mean, he's, he set this all up for you, so here we go. Scenario. Each of you have found a bottle in the desert, which you rubbed and released a genie, who granted you three wishes. You've used your first two wishes already to make your life and your children or dogs' lives better. <laughs> nice. Somebody's been paying no, attention. I, I, yeah, he's li- he listens, man. This is great. <laughs> With a single wish remaining, your wife and your child or dogs were kidnapped, and the only way to get them back is to wish that a piece of video game history had never existed. Ooh, which, wow. which of these four would you take away from the world in order to get your family back oh, from the no, kidnapper? Oh, no, he doesn't even oh, give us a no, choice. No, he didn't give us the option. That means it's all going to be four <laughs> nope. potent ones. Yeah, oh, so here gosh. we go. Number one, Nintendo. Nothing they created ever exists. This includes oh, original Jumpman. Oh, Never existed. Never brought arcade or console joy to hundreds of millions of people. Oh. <laughs> Number two. Square Enix, a company never exists. Oh, 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 why are you doing this to me? <laughs> right? Isn't it awesome? Final Fantasy series never exists. Never happens. Oh. Final Fantasy seven never was never created. Chrono Trigger never gets made. He says, on a more positive note, you'd also cut down on total podcast time, uh, talk time over the last 63 episodes by about two to three hours. <laughs> hey, trim the fat. Trim the fat. Awesome. So, far, 
So far, number one, Nintendo. Number two, Square Enix. Number three, Valve. The company is never created. Wow. And series like Half-Life and Portal are never brought to market. Counter-Strike and Team Fortress never exist. The physics engines they created are never invented, and their Steam platform is gone forever. That's a huge chunk of my life, Counter-Strike and Team Fortress. There you go. I ran a server out of my house. Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, and the the final one. Naughty Dog. The company never exists. The games they created are never made. Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Dexter, Uncharted, Last of Us. None of these are ever made. I purposely did not include anything from Microsoft or Xbox because, as everyone knows, you guys are retro and PlayStation gamers. (laughs) And no no kidnappers would ever make it that easy for you to decide on whose hopes and dreams you crush. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we're not going to have another FIFA game. Yeah, right? Besides, it would would obviously be Xbox fanboys that were doing the kidnapping in the first place. (laughs) He says, happy holidays, gentlemen. Regards, Stephen Halterman. I love that. Brilliant. Love this. I like we missed it. Uh, he sent the email shortly after we had already recorded last oh, week. So gotcha. I had to, I had to put this first and foremost because I think it was brilliant. All right. So here it is. What video game history piece would not exist? Nintendo, Square Enix, Valve or Naughty Dog? I mean, for me, it would probably be Valve just because I didn't grow up with Counter-Strike or Team Fortress. Sadly enough, I think it'd have to be Naughty Dog for me. Even though, of course, obviously I love them, but the history behind Enix and the history behind, you know, and we know it as Square Enix now. It was Square Soft back in the day, but but the history behind Nintendo and Square Soft and Valve, I don't think I could give those up, man. There you go. Hmm. I can I can I can do another post apocalyptic zombie game, yeah, and have my family back. It's hmm. a good one, Hall. How about you? And he could have put Xbox in there just, just so you know, because he, he, people forget, like, we love PlayStation and we play PlayStations, but PlayStation wouldn't be where it was if it wasn't for Microsoft. Exactly. Of course not. Exactly. Um, yeah, because, I mean, he, like he had mentioned, you know, these four companies have contributed to what games are today. Golly. Yep. He totally thought through this too. I mean, he really did. That's, that's why it's so one. brilliant. This is such a good. This is probably one of our best questions. It's so good. Um, I would have to say, and I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this, I'm sure, but I would probably have to say Valve. Oh, I know, man. That, I know that they contributed a lot to the way PC gaming is now. I mean, they really their Steam platform was was genius. I mean, it was basically the iTunes of the PC gaming world. They said, people will pay for this if you make it right. So, right. And they did. Um, but I, like, I, and I played Half-Life and I played Counter-Strike. I played a lot of freaking Counter-Strike. Me too, Jack. Uh, man, that is, that is really hard, though, because... Any of those four companies, you take them out of the equation, and gaming is just worse. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's way worse. Yeah, I mean, we're just talking about Naughty Dog getting, you know, freaking. But yeah, God, it's just. Yeah, it would. Oh, goodness. Well, yeah. hide your kids, hide your wives, so none of this has to happen. Yeah, I'm yeah, not. Exactly. I can't. I can't say any more than that. And that's awesome. Even even like choosing Valve, it's it's. I know it's just a choice it's that painful. I wouldn't want to make. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. So. Fantastic, Stephen. Thank you for My that. That gosh. was awesome. Sorry yeah, we didn't get it on last week's, but we had to. We had to. Oh, start that was with depressing. 
Yep. All right. Let's let's move on. Um, <laughs> Facebook, our boy from Brazil, Paulo. Since Telltale is on a roll developing four games simultaneously, what other tale would you like that company to tell you? Oh yeah, I, we forgot to mention that they're developing Borderlands as a so awesome as an adventure game. Yeah, and Game of Thrones. Yes. I, for instance, would like to see something coming from the comic books, like Constantine, perhaps. By the way, Router, congrats on the 100% on AC4. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, so what, I mean, they're already doing some fantastic tales that that have already piqued my interest, like The Wolf Among Us. And so what other, what other kind of genre style would you like to see them do? I'm bad with this kind of stuff. My, my I'll, I'll tell you one so other terrible. show. Well, I tell you one other show I want to see them do as an adventure game. Yeah. Dexter. Ooh. Huh. That, that would could, be incredible. That could be that could be cool. That Old could be very Dex. cool. Yeah. I like that call. Oh, that's a good that's a good call. Something Dexter ish. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I like that. Gosh, I'm so bad at this. I have no idea. I wouldn't mind them doing like a mystery, like a, almost like a, something scary. Yeah. Since it's a slow moving Mm, thing, it would would have to be like a psychological thriller type thing. What about, what about something like a seven? That's what I was just about to say. Something like seven. Yeah. Or maybe like if they made a saw game. Oh, Oh, wow. That'd be interesting. Gabe would not be playing that game. (laughs) Yeah. Parts of the walking (laughs) dead already feel like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's awesome. Well, Paolo, that was a good question. Thank you, sir. You managed to stump us. Um, our boy, Lucas Ham Swisher. So in the past, you've talked about the first video games that you'd like to play with your kids, such as classic NES or SNES games. But my question's for when they are older and more mature. If you could experience their first playthrough of any game, which one would it be? For me, it would be their first playthrough of The Walking Dead Season 1 to see what choices they make and how they react to the end of the final episode. Mm. That's a great, great question. A really good question. Oh man, I don't know. You know what? I would love. Hmm. Is this weird that I would love Piper to play The Last of Us? Yeah, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, since you asked, no, I'm just kidding. Right. I mean, but when she's older and she gets yeah, it, yeah, no, no, I, I totally you get know, it. I'd, I understand what you're saying. I think I'd want her to see the emotional side of what video games can bring out. Yeah. Hmm. And because it is, it's a very emotional game, and it's. It's just so well well done and well acted and everything. I'd I'd love for her to to go through that, and just to kind of experience it. It's, I know it's weird, but I think it would be cool. Hmm. Um. I think in recent memory, it's hard to it's hard to dip back and think of some of the other games I played that I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because I don't know how much stuff our children will be impressed with. Right. Because they've grown up with technology. You know what I'm saying? Like when, when, oh, man. when Hall's force feeding his children NES, they're going to be like, Oh, please. I just want to go play with the holographs in the other room. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. All exactly. kinda, you know, whatever. I want to play with my Oculus Rift. <laughs> um, Oculus Rift 4. <laughs> yeah. But like when I think of what my eyes enjoyed at the beginning of Bioshock Infinite, I would love oh, wow. to watch people. You know, whether it's my child or whoever, I just love watching people see something unfold like that and that without them knowing it was coming. Like, I had no mm-hmm. idea that game was that beautiful. 
know yeah. what I'm saying? When you walk mm-hmm. into that city for the first time and how the lights bouncing around, you're like, oh my gosh, this looks ridiculous. Yeah, it does. Or I would love to see, um, her experience, like when she's old enough to understand it, her experience a console launch and her first time playing whatever that first game is once she plugs up her brand new console. That's awesome. <laughs> I love I it. I could see, uh, Oh, I could see your kids playing games and they're like, Dad, I just want to read a book. <laughs> yeah, right. No, you're going to sit here and you're going to play your video games. Yeah. You headshot that man. Shoot him right in the head. <laughs> That's great. Paul, what about you? NES, man, all the way. Yeah, you're going to stay NES, I'm yeah. sure. I'm staying with that because really, if you think about it, you're in a, we're in a very unique position. We have all this history to, to introduce to them. Because yeah. they don't have any any benchmark except for maybe the iPhone or the iPad, right? So nice, good question, very good question. Let's move on to Twitter. Um, our, we have a a new a new question from uh, and forgive me, uh, Johangir Mohammed. <laughs> nice he, try. I tried it. If it if it works, great. If not, uh, sorry. That was a solid uh, swing. Solid swing. Can. Can you su- can you guys suggest the best 7.1 audio supported wireless headset for PS4? Should I buy now or wait a couple of months? I'd Is wait. The, are the Pulse Elites 7.1 compatible? Yes. I mean, I know they do it like faux 7.1. I mean, yeah, and, and I somebody hit us up on Twitter, and I didn't realize this. If you turn them on, they work. If they're wired hmm. into the controller. So it's not wireless. Of course, it's not true wireless. But man, personally, I think the pulses are great headphones. They are. They're brilliant. And they're uh, so good. They will work with the PS4 eventually. And they do work with them now wired to the controller like all of them do. But they have a great hidden microphone. And you don't, you know, I just don't like the look of the boom mics. I know they probably sound better. I just don't like the look of them. And my wife would tease me every time I put them on if I had a boom microphone. That's my suggestion. Good, qu- good question. Hall, what about you? Would you say the Elites? Um, I would say the Elites just because that's the one wireless 7.1 headset I know. But I, I will say for those who don't, who don't really mind, um, I mean, most stereo headphones are going to do some kind of faux surround, uh, effect anyway. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to get a PlayStation 4 because I'm probably going to pick up a pair of, uh, Fire Dynamic DT series headphones. Because if you want like a good, comfortable headset and you don't plan on talking uh, through your system, get just get a really good pair of audiophile headphones. You know what, too? The bass in the Pulse Elites is incredible. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it, it is. My, my only my only qualm with uh, headsets usually is that they're open back headsets, typically. Like they don't make them large enough to go all the way around your ear. Pulsars. They're big enough. The pulsar, yeah, and I've big ears. Okay, okay, so I haven't, I haven't gotten to use those yet. But you guys talk, you know, good enough about them that I'd like yeah, to probably check them out. But they're amazing. Right, keep them. Yeah, moving. I mean, I could, I could still see myself just getting a pair of, uh, getting a pair of really high end headphones because I don't, I don't plan on talking through my console. Oh yeah. I guess. yeah, yeah. So it really just depends. I mean, if you're, if you're looking for a good headset, like I said, that you won't use chat at all then yeah go i mean go outside of <laughs> go outside of gaming oh yeah of course and look around so 
and like I said, the buyers are great. I mean, they're, um, the material that they're made of, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but the material they're made out of is so comfortable. Don't get beats. Yeah, definitely don't get beats. Oh, please. I know Dr. Dre's name's on them, but that, that's about it. It doesn't mean anything. Well, I mean, it does, but yeah, it's all good. Mm. Good question. Uh, we got two more and then we can wrap it up. Uh, our boy, uh, Chayman Bissett. If you ran the VGAs, what new award would you have added and to whom would you give it to this year? Wow. Good question. I would say the most addictive game and it would be Candy Crush. Yeah, that's well, a good, go. that's a good thing. Most addictive game. Yeah. That's one pretty that good. you just keep, yeah, one that you just keep going back to. I think that's, that they should have something like that. I think they should just for the fun of it and no awards do this. No real awards do it. But I think every now and then you got to throw a worst of in there. Oh, good idea. Like a rotten tomato. I, I know it's that it's mm-hmm. like you throw egg, the whole industry throws eggs at maybe one game, but they're like, Hey, th- these are the best games. And here's the one real bad one this year. <laughs> and I'd uh, give it to waiting in line 3d. Nice. What? <laughs> There's a game called waiting in line 3d. No this, way. This sounds horrible. <laughs> of course it is. And that's obviously the point. Um, and so you're waiting in line and you, you don't ever get there and you can either fall <laughs> like the you, DMV or something. I don't know. You know, I don't know where you're at. You can either fall asleep or beat yourself to death. Uh, I'll do beat myself to death just to get it over with. <laughs> That's the only way the game ends. Unbelievable. And they made a game out of this. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One guy did. Hall. What about, what about you, Hall? I think uh best reimagining of a game. Would probably Ooh, be pretty cool because you know they, they keep they keep dipping back into nostalgia and kind of bringing out these new titles. So I think that'd be great. Like Who'd a great you give it little, to? Uh, Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, definitely Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Yeah. I mean, Tomb Raider is one of my contenders for game of the year. So that game was good, boy. It's yes. a good game. Very very cool game. And it does it if like they were to add that category, I would say it doesn't necessarily have to be a game that has been gone a long time because they've been making Tomb Raiders this whole time. But this was like a reinvention. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What a they've full, been doing. A full reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Love reboot. It. Yeah. There you go. Best reboot. Best reboot. Maybe. I like that. That's good. And, nice. and th- those could even be two different things. Best reboot and best uh, reimagining because reimagining could be an NES game and you know, rebooted. So. Yep. Nice. Good question. Good question. Last last Great question. 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 Here we go. Uh, at to, at tattoo Trav Travis uh, Pos Pospisel, have you ever called in sick so you could stay up all night gaming for those midnight releases? <laughs> he says, "Great show, guys. Uh, I'm about to Thank call in sick because compliment. I am sick, and I would, <laughs> and I would love to stay up all night and game it if if uh, I wouldn't be coughing up so much crap. Who do you who do you call in sick to? Do you call yourself? Yeah, I, yeah, I basically I email myself and I say, "Hey, uh Tim's not going to be in today because he's sick." Yeah. And you can be like, "Oh no, you don't and sound to, sick." And it has to go through human resources. It's just a tremendous pain in the butt. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've ever called in sick so I could because I I don't think ahead that well, but I I think I've probably called in sick because I had stayed up all night and played video games. There you go. Well, and, and Gabe, for you being like, you kind of have to suck it up when you're sick, don't you? Oh yeah. We don't get sick days. Yeah. I have like to be you, like dying in the hospital. And that's gotta be the, probably one of the worst like 
shows just when you're ill and you're like, oh, yeah, it's weird. You just, you just want it to end. I'm when sure. You have the bucket on the side of the stage. Like, nice. Oh. Just keep that over there, just in case. Nice. It oh. could go down. The consummate entertainer. Well done, you. And they're like, hey, does everybody want to go out for seafood afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank <laughs> No curry for you, Gabe. You don't want any curry? And you're like, no, I'm, I'm okay on today. That's awesome. Hall, what about you? You seem too responsible. Yeah, I can't see you calling in sick for that. Yeah, I mean, I've never done that, but when I was a recording engineer, I wouldn't book bands on those days. That's smart. There you go. <laughs> you know, I think about it every morning I wake up for the podcast. This morning especially. I went to bed, I think, almost at 2. And then for those that don't know, we record the show. We get together at 6.30 in the morning. And so when my alarm went off this morning, I was like, uh-uh-uh. No, uh, I can't. I can't. Do, no, I can't. I can't. Yep. They can't be mad at me. I, I mean, I, I didn't get any sleep. <laughs> so awesome. But uh, it means too much. Gabe, yep. please never call in sick. It's going to be yep. me and Tim. Uh, um. Uh, oh. Yep. Oh. Yes. Yes. Y'all. Yes. Yes. Uh, y'all. All right. Let's. Uh, let's get uh, into shoot. the question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Uh, God, I can't that, wait. That episode's going to be hilarious when, uh, if, when and if that happens. I don't know, man. You've been, been never such a role. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Uh, we'll no. see. Man, thank you guys for the questions. Those were really good questions. Was that it? That's it. That's a wrap. Thank you, guys. I love the questions we get every week. I do, too, man. We get too, such man. cool questions. It's so much yeah. fun. Yeah. And if you're if you're getting distraught, if you're like, oh, they don't ever answer my question, just keep sending it. It's just we just try to get to as many as we can before, because uh, these guys have real jobs. Where I'm about to go play some Nino Cooney. Nice. They're both going to work, <laughs> so I'm play some <laughs> Nino Cooney till my daughter wakes up. Um, but yeah, holler at us. Um, and then I have a question for you guys. Uh, this week, it is. Would you? Okay, so. We all know when The Last of Us was coming out, it got pushed back, what, four months or something like that? And, mm -hmm. you know, Watch Dogs got, has gotten pushed back really far. So the question of the week for you guys is, would you rather a flawless game later or be able to get your hands on a game that you're really looking forward to now and they patch it later? That's a good question. Hmm. That's a great that question. A good question. Question 065. Um... So yeah, let us know, man. Use hashtag answer MTTG. Would you rather a flawless game later or maybe a game with a couple bumps in the road, but they'll patch up later, but you get to get your hands on it now? Because I think that I would have wanted the last, like I was fiending for The Last of Us when it came out. Like when they said it was going to come out and then they pushed it back like two or three months. I was like, no, just give it to me. I just want to play it. So. You guys let us know. I don't know, know man. If they would have been, if they would have been like, oh, that meant that we had to cut the first, uh, or some parts of the first 10 minutes of the game, I would have been like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. But I just so. don't know if it comes down to some gameplay stuff. Like maybe his arm didn't go over her shoulder just right as they were crouching. You know, mm -hmm. all stuff that, you know, was incredible. Is it just me or does the router sound like Darth Vader like this whole episode? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Probably breathing I mean, it's, is so thick. It's it's Darth Vader when he's off his allergy shots. So. I know, man. It's crazy. It oh sucks. shoot! All right, were well, y'all ready to get up out of here? Luke, yep. I am your father. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
that's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> so awesome. Oh, boy. Oh, shoot. Well, I'm Gabe Patillo. <laughs> <laughs> that is Timothy Hall. That is Tim the Tiger Claw coughing up his lungs router. Yay. And we are married to the games and we are up out this thing. Peace.